Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast, episode number one for the new working week, today being Monday, June 7, 2021. Trust you've had a phenomenal weekend, uh, wherever you are in the world, had some, some time to reflect, had some time to re-energize, had some time to maybe do some sport, watch some sport, uh, catch up with friends, plan for the next week uh, that's coming up, but uh, most of all, re-energize, ready for the big week ahead in sales and also in Leadership. So in this episode, I want to talk about a very, very important topic. Not that every topic is not important, but this one in particular as we start the week. And when it comes to, we want to talk about exceptional performance and specifically when it comes to exceptional performance, whether it be a team or in fact an individual, there is one quality that stands out more than anything else. Now you can look at this across almost any discipline, but uh, just coming off the weekend, uh, AFL football, uh, professional sport, is a prime example of this playing out uh, in particular, given that uh, we're deep into the uh, the AFL season. And it's not it's not effort. Uh, and I'll just, there's a few things that it's not. It's not effort because there is always effort, particularly in professional sport. Uh, people, sports people, teams, individuals are always giving it their best. Now, you <laughs> Some would argue that in some cases, uh, some players don't give their all, but I'd like to think that in most, if not all, professional sporting organizations and sporting situations, the players who are playing uh, would give their absolute all, except, of course, if you <laughs> burn a dummy, uh, which you give up pretty easily. But that's another topic for another day. So there's not, it's not going to be effort. And it's not necessarily going to be talent because there are many, many teams who have an abundance of talent. And I've talked about this a lot. When you look at, uh, let's just take AFL as an example, there are a lot of teams who, if you look at the individuals within within each team, there is an abundance of talent. Right? And you don't get to the league, to the level of AFL football, professional sport, if you are not talented. Right Now, it does take effort and it does take equal amounts of talent, but there's something else that we want to talk about today that enables these talented people who have, and it continue to expend effort, enables them to get to the level and to maintain that level. And it's also not capability because in any industry and in any team, there's abundance of skill set. So it's not those three things. Although in a professional organization and in any organization, to be successful over the long period of time, it does it does sort of, well, you do need a level of talent. That's, that's first and foremost. You do have to put in effort to get some rewards for that effort. But also you need to build up capabilities. But there's one, uh, one quality or one principle that stands out above all of those and it's this, it's the relentless focus on maintaining a benchmark of excellence. And this is what I want to talk about today, absolute excellence. Now, no matter what you're doing, whether it be a professional sport, as we just sort of alluded to, whether you're playing weekend sport, uh, whether you play an individual sport, whether you play a team sport, even when you look at students from, from a perspective of doing their schoolwork, and certainly when you look at business, and in particular in sales, setting and then maintaining a benchmark of excellence is what, in most cases, will separate ourselves from our competition. Now, I've seen this play out hundreds and hundreds of times, and I'm sure you have as well when you actually think about it. And let's just take, and I wasn't going to mention, I wasn't going to mention Burn Atomic again, but I think I think I need to, it just come to my mind. If you think about the benchmark that he sets in terms of excellence, now he has 
talent. He has an incredible amount of talent. He has an incredible amount of skill set or capability. But one of the biggest question marks over Burn Atomic is his continual effort or his focus on benchmarks of excellence. He doesn't actually have any. Because why? At the slightest sign of trouble, at the slightest sign of a challenge, at the slightest sign of potentially things not working, what does Burn Atomic historically, and he does hysterically sometimes, historically do? Well, he gives up, or he finds excuses to blame other people. Now, I've seen this on the tennis court, but equally, if you're in Australia, you would have seen him on a show called uh, Celebrity Something Get Me Out of Here, whatever it was, a couple of years ago. He lasted not even one day, and he <laughs> couldn't handle one day in the so-called jungle uh, doing some exercises, doing some challenges, and he found that he had to leave, right? Now, people, people let him leave, and that's fine. That's his prerogative, but there's a pattern here. Now, people like him, they have extraordinary amounts of talent, they have extraordinary amounts of skill set, but they don't necessarily have the effort put in place. They certainly don't have the mindset in place, and he doesn't set a benchmark of excellence. Now, you compare that with somebody who is uh, who's just a weekend warrior, who is not necessarily of greatest capability, but they set some benchmarks of excellence for themselves that they want to get better. They want to do things in a, in a great way, the best they possibly can, and they know they're going to be faced with challenges, and in a lot of cases... They know they're not necessarily going to be the best at what they're doing, whether that be an individual sport, for example, or a team sport. But yet they keep stepping up to the mark. They never give in. They they put in effort. They seek feedback and they look to improve. Now, if you compare somebody like Bernard Tomic to another professional tennis player on the tour, and let's just say, well, let's just call uh, Roger Federer. Now, do you reckon Roger Federer doesn't have some benchmarks of excellence that he puts in place? He's been at the top of his game for over a decade. Now, does he have talent? Absolutely. Does he put effort in? Absolutely. Does he have the capability and the skill set? 100%. What's different about Roger Federer compared to Bernard Tomic is he sets benchmarks and he has standards that are in place that he is absolutely relentless in when it comes to not only setting those benchmarks, but maintaining his focus on achieving those benchmarks, and that's how he stays at the top of his game. Now, does he win every single match he plays? No, but he wins more matches than he loses, and that's why he's at the top of his game, because he's got this focus on relentless pursuit of excellence and a benchmark of excellence in everything he does. And the other thing he knows also is that there are a lot of players on the professional tour who are gunning for him. Now, even though he's probably in the twilight of his career, he has to work even harder to maintain his level of excellence and level of performance, so he's not only competitive at the elite level, but he can also be more than competitive and win more than he doesn't. And so he is relentless in that focus on excellence. Now, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Now, whether it be a professional sport, a weekend sport, schoolwork, job, as business, sales, as we've talked about, it doesn't actually matter. What matters is we set and we maintain a benchmark of excellence. Now, this is a mindset, it's an attitude, it's an approach, and it's a philosophy. Now, this is about excellence in everything that we do. Now, particularly as sales leaders, I want to bring this back to sales leaders. If you think about, and I've talked about this a lot, uh, your team is watching your every single move. They are watching you like a hawk. They're watching you how you walk into an office. They're watching how you interact with your team when you walk into the office. They're watching how you turn up to meetings. They're watching you on the phone. They're watching you sending emails. They're watching you listen to people. They're watching you even outside of work when you go into the coffee shop. They are watching you like a hawk. And they're watching also what you're not doing. 
They're also listening intently to what you're saying and watching and listening for what you are not saying as well. And so it stands to reason that as a sales leader, particularly one that's overseeing a team of what hopefully will be exceptional performance, driving exceptional results, you want to have some consistency between what you're saying and what you're doing and therefore being really, really clear on what the benchmarks are for excellence, not just for you as an individual, but also for you as your team. And this is such an important topic because I've seen so many sales leaders who are literally winging it. Uh, They're making it up as they go, if you like. They might have a really clear objective in terms of what their target is, but they don't have any real science being applied to, okay, what does the week-to-week proposition look like? What are we going to be doing on a daily basis? What are some things that we know are going to lead to success? What are some things we have to focus our attention on and do this relentlessly in order to give ourselves the opportunity of being successful? They just go through the motions and all the focus is, as I talked about last week, is on the end of year target. So when it comes to excellence, we've got to really be clear on, first of all, what the, what the outcome looks like. What does success look like? So what does a successful week look like? What does a, success, a successful month, what does a successful quarter? And certainly what does a successful year look like for you as an exceptional sales leader? And then when it comes to breaking that down, we've got to have some tactics and strategies and certainly frameworks on, okay, if excellence at a quarterly level looks like this, then what do we need to do on a weekly basis and a daily basis to actually make sure we give ourselves the opportunity of reaching that, right? So we can maintain a level of excellence. So it's excellence in absolutely everything, excellence in planning and preparation. So how do you go about planning? What are some key things you need to put in place so that you maintain consistency around your preparation and also around your planning, but it's done at a really elite level. Now, this is not being anal. This is certainly not being overly uh, analytical. This is being very, very clear on what excellence looks like, and you can maintain that level of standard. So excellence and planning, for example, is I am going to be 100% in control of my own diary, which means I'm going to block out time for clear one-on-one conversations with my team, whether that be a mentoring session, a coaching session, or just a one-on-one catch-up. That is mandatory. That has to be done. And if I don't have that in there, it means that my time potentially is going to be at the behest of other people and they're going to use my diary to fill up their time with obviously their uh, agenda. And that is not excellence in planning and preparation. So pretty much around the diary, if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. Now, this is this is really, really important because I see too many sales leaders who are just going through the week almost at the mercy of what's happening around them and people are putting times in their diaries to catch up with them, to do this, do that, whatever the case might be. And the sales leader is at the mercy of everybody else's agenda. Excellence in planning and preparation means that we have to have 100% control over our diary and what goes into the diary and who has control over that diary. So set excellence in planning and preparation. The next part is setting excellence in execution. So this is about everything we do, we do it to the highest level possible. Now, if that is an email, we make sure we actually put excellence and effort into that email. We really think about what the message is going to be. We think about who the recipient's going to be and we tailor that message to suit the recipient. When it comes to having a conversation with a team member or running a sales meeting or in fact having a conversation with a customer, it's bringing excellence to that particular situation, being completely uh, engrossed in the conversation, being 100% present in that conversation and giving the gift of our attention to that particular person or those people so that we can maintain a level of excellence. And it's always thinking about the impressions that we're creating in that process. So excellence in execution in everything we do. Excellence also in mindset, and it stands to reason that if we're gonna be really, really good at preparing and executing, 
we've got to maintain excellence in mindset, which means it's got to be, and this is the presupposition I know, it's got to be positive. It's got to be uplifting. It's got to be optimistic. And from a from a, a scaling point of view, I always like to do this out of 10. It's got to be around 8 or 9 out of 10. It just has to be that. If we're going to be excellent, if we're going to embrace excellence, we've got to actually also embrace a positive, optimistic, uplifting mindset. That There's always an answer to every single problem. We've also got to think about excellence in reflection and feedback. And this is an area that a lot of sales leaders don't spend near enough time in. And uh, even as early as last week, I was talking to a group of leaders and most of them were not actually building a habit around this either, which uh, hopefully, based on the conversation we had, will change immediately. And that is putting, putting time in your diary to reflect on the week that's just been. And doing this religiously will start to build a habit, and it's a positive habit. And this is what Grounded and Excellence is all about. Thinking about it at the end of the week, and don't do this on the weekend. You do it on a Friday, uh, probably on a Friday afternoon when you're winding down. You're probably not as... Uh, not stressed out and looking forward to the weekend, there's a perfect time to sit back and reflect on the week this has been and thinking about what is, what are the things you did really well? What are the things you didn't uh, didn't do so well, but you certainly attempted to do them? What are the lessons from that and what are the key focus areas for next week? And so, and also thinking about how you can get feedback from others as well in terms of what you've been doing well, or what you haven't been doing so well. So it's all, always about reflecting on what's working, what's not working and taking the lesson out of that so you can continue to improve which leads me to the next point, which is excellence in constant improvement. People who are excellent performers, people who deliver sustainable results, exceptional sales leaders, as an example, are never satisfied. Never satisfied with their performance, never satisfied with their results. They're always knowing that there's another level to get to, which means their focus on it is on excellence in constant improvement. They're looking at how we can get better today than I was yesterday. They're looking at how I can get better tomorrow than I was today. And that is the relentless focus on excellence. So this week, given that we're at the beginning of a brand new working week, all right, if you haven't been getting the results you've been wanting, if your team hasn't been getting the results and you know there's another level to get to, then start thinking about, all right, how can I start establishing some benchmarks of excellence? And it's going to start with you defining what does excellence look like for you? How would you define excellence? Now, some people might say excellence is in the results that we get. Others might say excellence is in the effort that we put in and the mindset we have and all the stuff we've talked about today. Whatever it is for you, I want you to, and this is the challenge for you, I want you to focus on establishing a relentless focus on excellence this week. And I want you to get very, very granular with this as well because just understand this, as we've talked about today in today's episode, your team is watching your every move. So we're going to be really conscious of the example that we're setting our team because if we set and establish and then maintain a relentless focus and benchmark of excellence, guess what? As a leader, we'll set the benchmark for the team that's going to deliver those exceptional results that you are looking for because your team is and always will be a reflection of you. So whether it be writing an email, setting up a a team meeting, a sales meeting, whether it be creating a pitch, whether it be thinking about a a conversation with a senior executive or whether it be going to, to... a coffee shop where you bump into a complete stranger. Think about what does excellence look like and do absolutely everything in line with that benchmark. Because what you'll notice is you'll get better and better at what you do, but also it'll start to play out in your team. You'll notice that others will start to lift their game. They'll also start to set some benchmarks of excellence and they'll start to get better results as well. And this is where it really, really kicks in. Because the more we do this, the more we, as particularly as leaders, focus our attention on creating and maintaining benchmarks of excellence, this will start to play out on our team. They'll be doing exactly the same thing. And through our leadership, we'll actually be setting the benchmark for exceptional results to be delivered. And that's exactly what we want. And of course, as a reminder, if you are committed to being that benchmark of excellence, if you are committed to taking your leadership 
to the exceptional level, then I'd love to work with you one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, we'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation, and we can get started working with you on helping you to become an exceptional sales leader as early as this week. So I look forward to that conversation, and I look forward to speaking with you and sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.